What have you got there, mate? Just a glass of wine. All right. How is it? It's all right, I guess. I mean, obviously, it's not really delicious, like a pint from Beer 52. Well, it's a good job that this episode of Podcast Secrets of the Pharaohs is sponsored by Beer 52, the world's number one beer club. With Beer 52, you'll receive a case of beer every month featuring craft beers from all over the world, including Belgium, California, New Zealand and more. As well as getting eight free beers, you'll also receive the award-winning magazine Ferment, as well as a couple of different snacks. Perfect for a night in, or an innocent picnic in the park. For the last time, it was a picnic. You couldn't see the snacks. We had two different types of snacks. Best of all, you can pause or cancel your membership at any time, so you don't need to worry about the ombudsman coming to get you if you want to take a break from your membership. So seriously, what are you waiting for? If you want to get started with a free case of beer, head to beer52.com forward slash peep to access your first case for free. Eight beers, Beer 52. Eight. That's insane. All you need to do is pay the £5.95 for postage. And don't worry if you're not a fan of dark beers, there is a light option available. So that's beer52.com forward slash peep to get your first Beer 52 case for free. Poor me. Poor me. Pour me another glass from Beer 52. Cheers. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the very last, I feel like we've said this three times, <laughs> the very last episode of Podcast Secrets of the Pharaohs, a podcast all about discussing, and one more time, the British sitcom Peep Show. My name's Tom Harrison and I'm joined for the final time by Rob Graham. Hello. Here we are, three years, you've got you've got the, um, the exact number of days since we, we started, it's been one hell of a journey, but we've reached the end. Yeah, we looked back through our... Um our old files we found the pilot like i listened back to our pilot episode actually the other day it's, never um, see the last of the day. yeah that's an interesting uh, an interesting listen but we recorded episode 1 like the one that you heard 1182 days ago wow what a journey it's been so shout out to the people that have been with us for over a thousand days that is significant period of time yeah give us a shout like when this episode comes out give us a shout and let us know when you started listening to the podcast. Because we've got a few guys that I know literally were people who listened to it right from the very beginning. And I know that people have come and said, oh, they heard us after the Robert Webb episode or whatever. And we've obviously picked people up gradually as we've gone. But there must be somebody who listened to that very first episode. That we yeah, did. just sort of naturally stumbled across it. That would be... How the, the hell you found us? Because <laughs> I feel like my social media game has um, improved significantly yeah. since those days of um, just throwing it onto every platform, getting shouted at by Reddit users <laughs> for, for spamming the uh, Michelin Web um, Reddit thread. <laughs> yeah, well, we went from obviously we were the first two followers, so follower yeah. number three would be a really interesting to see who that was. And yeah, if anyone's been sort of naturally since day one yeah we'd love to hear from you that'd be fascinating and fair play to them for sticking through i will if i can find a little clip of the pilot that i can sort of (laughs) chuck in i'm not going to play the whole thing because it's terrible um the sound quality i think is what i'm i'm proud of where we got to with the sound quality because the first four episodes are dire (laughs) yeah they really are so yeah shout out for people who kind of put up with that and kind of got to us by no means are we some sort of professional setup now but we're uh, we've come a long way i think so we we sound sort of at least semi-respectable i think and that leads on quite nicely to what we want to do today so when we recorded the end of series nine and obviously we we've got a plan for what we're doing post peep show which will become clear as we uh as, as we finish but we asked people like what do you want to see we've got a few episodes that we we've kind of got in the bag that we want to do what do you want to see and quite a few people suggested sort of in in true peep show style just going back to the beginning again <laughs> and just start it again like an infinite loop now i will promise you we're not going to go right back to the beginning we're not going to do all the way through again <laughs> that would be like, like oh, another 1082 <laughs> days we could whiz through it a bit quicker now <laughs> also the, the episodes have gradually got longer as we've gone through when we first recorded they were like 45 minutes yeah by the true. time we got to like kid cave it's like 
We learned we two hours. <laughs> yeah. we, we can talk about this. We we first thought, can we talk about it for this long? Yeah, that was the f- the reason we did a pilot, wasn't it? To test if we yeah. could talk about it for long enough. And but yeah, yeah, we can. So what we're going to do today is we're going to do. We're not going to do a review of episode one of series one. We're going to do it as like a bit of a rewind. So the idea behind today is that we're basically going to watch it as we're talking, which we don't normally do. We normally watch it, come together and then discuss what we've watched. But we're going to whack our headphones in, watch the episode and talk about it as it's happening. So if you want to join in with that, then feel free to sort of, it might be, there might be quite a lot going on in your room <laughs> if you've got us talking and Peep Show, but it might be quite fun to do. Um, you won't get a 45 plus episode from this because I'd imagine we're, we're not going to press pause very much. I think we're just going to sort of no. let it go. Um, I say that, we've already been waffling for four minutes and <laughs> we've not even started the episode. Yeah, so if you're interested, yeah, pause now and go and fetch your, you know, set your Netflix up and stuff and then we'll sort of announce when we're about to hit play and you can, yeah, sort of watch alongside us i guess yeah so that's that's the the purpose of the episode we'll, we'll save all the sentiment and claptrap for the end <laughs> of the episode and we can dry our tears as we finish this and and maybe give you a little bit more information about the new new podcast but i think should we shout out the patrons because for one last time this is the final time <laughs> and fair play to you for sticking with us right through to the end because we've we've slowly reduced the amount of um output yeah um, so fair play to the people who've who've stuck by us so um we have got jim burke bim bystrom ewan taylor andrew kennedy ian webb steve morano stuart hancock edgardo martinez hannah ostrov vence barto rakeem patel brandon jackson drew allen sean smith caroline murray rory robinson rob craig adam dawn eric lenz david butler vj bow stephen darancetti no, I said that wrong, didn't I? Stephen Downset. I've been calling him Stephen Downset all that time. Shout out, Stephen. Uh, Jason Martin, Nick Howard, Simon Darlington, Eleanor Wall, Benjamin Price, Steve Morano, Sarah McDaniel, D. Bizzle, John Barker, Stuart Hill, John C. Ralston, Jonathan Gardner, Jessica Isler, Michael Collins, John Fraser, Joel Johansson Byberg, Alex Watson, Doug Simpson, Andrew Mason, Daniel Thompson, Laurie, John- Laurie Johnson, Mike Kavanagh, Dave Pink, Robert Horvath, and Darren Friedrichs. Shout out every single one of those patrons. If you haven't seen as well, I did put share a post um, about the the Patreon and the, how that's going to work moving forward. So we'll update that as we go. But if you haven't seen that yet and you are a patron, um, then do have a little look at that because it shares some updates of you know how we're going to move forward. But yeah, shout out the patrons one last time. Yeah, especially made, the the long term ones. It made me laugh. I was listening back. I forgot to mention this on last week's episode. I, I listened back to. We forgot in one episode to shout out the patrons and Tom threw in he he put his he added an audio clip I think into one of the episodes of him shouting out the patrons yeah because we'd forgotten to do it and I could tell that he didn't read them out every week because you were like <laughs> getting to a name and being like even though I hear Rob say this every week <laughs> I could just tell the the nervousness of like the uh, I, know, I know there's a way that this person's name is pronounced and I can't quite remember what it is whereas I think I recite them in my sleep I say yeah, them yeah I, I found it was trying to get into a rhythm as well there are so many names that you kind of like you had I know where my to it. yeah. I know where my pauses are coming, yeah. and I know I can get through. And I'm like, right, I get to, um, I think I get to Doug, and I think I'm on the home stretch now, <laughs> and, I, and I can roll the last few off without breathing. Um, so, so shout out to shout out to the patrons, and shout out to Tom for doing his best to try and read them. <laughs> cool. Right. Well, without too much further ado, then we're going to roll into the episode. So, um, yes, get yourself comfy, set up your Netflix or your All Four or however you're going to watch it, and. Uh, we're going to get started. I'll put my on... headphones in as we speak. Yeah, so here we go with Series 1, Episode 1, Warring Factions. Little all four jingle here. And I've got the old theme tune. Yeah, this is really disconcerting. <laughs> I was expecting, like, the blaring, like, ah! <laughs> little plop. And I've learned so much about this, like, this... All these places in the um, the intro, people are like, "Oh yeah, that's down the street in, in yeah, Watford." This is surprising. The place. number of people who like live down the road from the pub they go yeah. to or whatever. Oh, oh the camera is so opening. jarring already. <laughs> what I always used to think is the camera's so close sometimes. Like obviously they're doing point of view, but like some like you're like right on top of Jeremy's hands. There. Yeah, well, I think they learned the lessons from that as they went through because this camera is not. 
stable. Yeah, a bit more free now. Jess is dancing here. What an, in like, what an introduction to a character. Oh, this is just the, the bouncing of the camera. Almost there. Yes, I am the Lord of the Bus. Amazing, Mark. An internal monologue there. I'm the Lord of the Bus, said he. And spot Jesse Armstrong at the back of there. Oh, with the kid? Yeah. Oh, how did I not know that? Yeah, I was running. Were you running? Right behind you, I shouted. But... It's a real throwback to wearing those over-the-ear big yeah, like, Walkman headphones. Yeah. Oh, no, shit. She's, I should say. No, too late. Already, it's too late. Maybe if we hit a Mark's bump, reasoning is so weird to try and justify that action. To keep the circulation going. <laughs> but what do you do in that situation? Like, I think just, he's always, he's never too quick to react as he to anything, Mark. He overthinks everything, so, but you have to be immediate there. Of course, she's giving you the book off. The book off. He didn't think at this point, in four series time, that he was going to be marrying her. <laughs> What a line that is, Mark. Women don't want your hand on their bottom. <laughs> what a disaster. Why, mate, can I have some of your coke? This kid is the kid from the um, Tracy Beaker. Yeah. That was the first thing I think when I watched this. And it'd have been around the same time as well. You're not a pedo. You're definitely not a pedo. <laughs> Those kids have no idea whatsoever of what went on at Stalingrad. Although I can in no way compare my struggle reading it with that of the Red Army, it has been a very big read. People used to think that was Saz, didn't they? No, it's Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. Come, come and put your tongue up Lindsay's oh, arsehole. Yeah. But I, don't, I think it's just one of those things. I don't think it actually is. <sighs> I'm telling you, now I know how What's-His-Name felt when he'd finished the Mona Lisa. <laughs> they just look so young. Like, really Rob do. more than Dave. Dave. Well, David. <laughs> Tony came round to drop this off. Oh, a party. But did you? Why is, I presume Tony's face should be on that Tony's party invitation. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. Besides the move, I mean, it's not I mean, look at Mark sat there. He looks like a middle-aged man there. And at this point, like, I'm trying to think back to watching this for the very first time. You don't really know how old they are, but, like, he, yeah, like you said, he dresses like he's in his 40s easily. Like, who sits at home like that? Well, he's just come out from work, is not he? Oh, I'm just not ready for the kind of thing you're after. The whole someone to go to Waitrose with. Yeah, I suppose. I don't want to go to wait. But I think this episode does a really good job in creating the characters. Like, and obviously, we've talked about it when we when we recorded this episode originally. Like, the characters change a lot in the first series, but I think immediately from this first scene where they're both together, you can go right. Yeah, come on. Like Jeremy is this, Mark is this, and actually, we've only met them for like twenty seconds. Yeah, the relationship is very is good from the off between like the chemistry, which makes sense given they've worked together for you know since their uni days and they've known each other. Twisted, broken bones. Jesus, Mark, are you okay? Hi, Tony. I'm fine. I was just. Checking the letterbox. He's in his pajamas and he's come a really long way. Like they don't live on the ground floor, do they? He's come a long way down in a block of flats, just in his pajamas and dressing gown. Yeah, I never really clocked that. To think that he needs to go out. He said no. I said, well, are you going to be ordering any in? And he said he didn't know. Oh, right, that is a bit crap. It's ridiculous. What kind of a shop doesn't have Alpen? I don't know. It's our first introduction to Tony, and I've got Alpen. you can already see that she's slightly uh, <laughs> tapped. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but in a straight... Tony's always a bit of a funny character, because look at her here, like, eating her Alpen. She looks quite... Clearly she's got a bit of a temper thing, but, like, she looks quite... Level like, and normal. Yeah, and like quite middle class as well. She's talking about skiing holidays here, and yet she kind of. She doesn't really mind descending into the depths of depravity, as it were. Like, she's pretty messed up. Not much. She's got leukemia. That's what you get for trying to flirt. That's terrible. I'm so sorry. I suppose. I mean, at least it's not cancer. <laughs> I'm laughing at the wrong point here, but like, I'm surprised Mark doesn't know that. Yeah, and I think that's always one of those things that people bring up, isn't it? They go, like, he's an intelligent bloke. Yeah. 
Do you but, think it's just that he's flustered? Yeah. Because, yeah. Listen, let's, let's talk about something else. Something fun. Do you like Blackadder? <laughs> Do you like Blackadder Black set for Christmas? I never really... I mean... Yeah, no, no, sure, forget it. The thing Never is, I think idea. what's great about Tony is she sort of fits in that middle bit between she's not going to date someone like Mark because he's too boring but Jez is too much of a slacker and a waster yeah like she I think that's well there are many reasons why it didn't work out for her with Mark or Jez but I think that is possibly because she just fits in that gap in the middle yeah yeah because she's got a proper job and her own flat and things but she's also slightly unhinged oh yeah there's a plethora of reasons as to why she doesn't work out with jazz yes what's going on tony because at this point we haven't seen jazz with tony have we we just know that he is trying to like slip and slide into a great idea mark Humiliate your best mate just to... I mean, why didn't we just play Othello? Oh, I'd love to bang her. Just buckle down, do your... But I think even back in the first series, the way they use this internal monologue, you forget just how effective it is. And, like, the fact that he knows that he's pissed off his mate and we can hear it. I know I'm, like, bringing this right back to basics, but, like, the fact that you can go, right, he, we know now that he's making all this stuff to try and... Yeah. Cheer Jez up. It's just such a small thing, but... Let's call it quits, yeah? I mean, not quits, but, you know. I'm just really, 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 <laughs> really sorry, Jeremy. Such a massive spoonful. So unnecessary. It's one of the few times we actually hear one of them apologise to the other as well. I ballsed up, That's a good and now point, we're fine. This'll be ready in a minute, and we can eat it in front of Hitler's henchmen. Yeah. And uh, listen, by the way, you know what I'm saying? I need to find out for a, a friend the name of that Chinese doctor she was raving about. Can you remember? You can see in his yeah. eyes he's going to screw him over here. <laughs> and here comes one of my <laughs> favourite <laughs> lines in all Ooh, of Peep Show. <laughs> Wang Shong. Pang Bang Wang Dang Dong Ning Po Ku. Oh, right. I see. I get it. You were lampooning me. It was a simple. What I love about lampoon. Jeremy's face at that point is he's got a little bit of chocolate around his mouth, which <laughs> just makes him even more ridiculous. Here we have, we've got Sue behind. Please. No logo on the phone. No logo on the phone. Hey, don't buy into all that one, do you? What the old. Ooh, ooh, I've got a clover in me phone. I'm so important. No, what you're doing there is you're, you're drinking an advert. Yeah. <laughs> I think Superhands is one of the most consistent characters, though. Like, all the other characters go on these massive character arcs. He doesn't, does he? He just no. like what you see in the beginning, like no logo on the phone. You're drinking an advert, shithead. Like, that's basically <laughs> what he is coming to. Is not wash shit. The track shit. Jez, the track's the shit. It's just I found Mark laughing at it. Oh well, so Mister Fucking Ocean <laughs> Color Pants don't get it. Well, Kel fucking surprise. Plus, he was doing it in front of Tony. Mate, you got to get some Rewenge. He broke a merta. Such a words with hands. We've got Kel fucking Supreme, Rewenge, a merta. He's a real sort of. But do you know what? Like, obviously, the the news around Superhands was that they looked at Russell Brand potentially playing him. Yeah, you can see a lot of. In a dick sucked by a big Alsatian dog. Yeah. They're all perverts, They're mate. Russell Brand. Did they not also have Danny Dyer and um, Jake Wood, who plays Max Branning in EastEnders, was the other one? Oh, my God. It's a very different ends of the yeah. spectrum. Yeah, that's crazy. Look at me and Dad. No, I think if... I could see Russell Brand doing it, but I think, yeah, Matt King is, is perfect. I think Russell Brand went for it before he was famous, like before people yeah. knew who Russell Brand was. Hey, look, he's clean shirt. Clean shirt? What does that mean? Isn't that good? You can handle it. What I think they've done beautifully with this whole clean shirt thing, obviously it continues for a, a decent period of time, is it's just such a banal insult. Like it's so stupid. Yeah. I'm just a man. And like it's so illogical. There's nothing really to argue about. Like the fact that it's then kids doing it to him as well. 
Yeah, it just goes to show you the way you say something. You can say, yeah, fuck off, clean shirt, is an insult. When, <laughs> especially when it's Mark, it really bothered him as well. Kooky charms, that's know, the, the first sighting right of, of Mark, Mark's room here, two. where the magic happened. <laughs> he still has those pyjamas at the end of... Yeah, and the same bedding, I think, now you mention it. His room doesn't change, no, really at all, does it? I don't think he even painted. That is horrific. So <laughs> Mark's just opened his bedding up to see that he's written the word Judas in a variety of pork I'm sorry I humiliated you in front of Tony. Don't think I can't see you, Mark. Trying to get a slice of my action because Sophie the office girl won't put out. Oh, right. The gloves are off, are they? Well, then, perhaps it's best you do know what I think of your music. Well, let's have some more truth, shall we? Yeah? Yeah? Because the truth is... <laughs> Again, that's another word that you don't hear. In what do you way know? I am a posh spaz? In the way that you're always doing posh spazzy things, like tidying up and ironing your socks. I do not iron my socks! I love the fact that Mark takes umbrage with the ironing of the socks, <laughs> yeah. and not the fact that a posh spazzy thing is doing his um, tidying up. <laughs> That's a really short first half of the episode. Yeah. Support for podcast Secrets of the Pharaohs is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0, all across Europe. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code PEEP at manscaped.com. So why do you need Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0? Well, we've all got our own nightmare grooming stories about shaving our nether regions. Whether it's Nick's cuts and grazes or an unfortunate tale involving hair removal cream, it can seem like you're always a moment away from disaster. Not with the Lawnmower 4.0. After using it myself, it really does make a massive difference. It's quick, easy to use, and most importantly, I felt safe while using it. With the Lawnmower 4.0, Manscaped have engineered the ultimate groin trimmer, with their advanced skin-safe technology making you confident to shave your boys. So, if you're like Mark and are worried about your testicles looking abnormal, the Lawnmower 4.0 can give you the confidence to do something about it and make your balls feel like a million dollars. So go on, start shaving your testicles like it's the most natural thing in the world and get 20% off and free shipping with the code PEEP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PEEP. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. I'm going to the party and I'll get her in the end. I Turns out we get through it a lot quicker when we're not pausing it to talk about it every five minutes. <laughs> The longbow beats the crossbow, my idiotic friend. <laughs> Such... Hey, no respect. Lay off! That's my <laughs> bit of lager! Which episode is it where Mark is eating the Rice Krispies and Jez just goes in and starts flicking them at him? Oh, that's when, yeah, when he's giving him the silent treatment, isn't it? What has he given that for? You're lucky, I don't... You're just very, very lucky. You're an animal, Corrigan. You have to keep your tie done up to 11, otherwise all this grey, ugly, office envy sludge will just spill out and drown you and... And you've got weird nuts! What? How did you...? If you're going to watch the TV in your dressing gown, you might want to put some pants on. I also feel like the weird nuts thing is something that... They've been friends for a long time, sort of thing so that you might come up in conversation. Yeah. Having said that, Tom and I have been Me friends too. for like 20 years. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever discussed my bollocks with him. Much better like a weight has been lifted. Me too. That's exactly how I feel. So they're now off to, off to Tony's party. Hey, hey, hey. It's the guy. Nice, good air. Come on in. Before the party. Is it bad that just watching this amount of people in such a small space is immediately <laughs> making me like, oh, COVID, like, there's no ventilation in that room. Well, that's the fun. I don't know anyone. These are our neighbors. Neighbors? That is an interesting mix of people there. If you are watching alongside us, it's, um, yeah, you can tell these are the sorts of people that wouldn't naturally be hanging out anyway. Her room is also exactly what I imagined her house to be like. Like, this is the first time we've seen the inside of her, her house. The colour of the walls is horrific, but, like, it's very The same colour as Jez's room, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Maybe that's why he feels so at home. Concentrate on the long game. Work on a six-pack by Christmas, then make... Why should I? We really had something going when we were laughing at Jeremy. I think Jeremy. in these early episodes, we get a lot more of 
too late. The, the, the thoughts running through the heads that aren't necessarily related. Like, he, he's just he's just thinking out loud. They were not thinking out loud. But, like, they become a lot more pointed and a lot more thoughts running away with you at this point yeah. than they do later on. Yeah, but if I pull out now, that's a deposit gone. Introduction right. to Tony's sister. Yeah. On the other Jesus, how did I get trapped with her? She is definitely the most boring person here. I mean, they look great. They're probably talking about how they're going to make a real-life porn movie with a proper story and everything. I could do the music. Right, so where do you live in the building? Oh, I don't live here. I'm Tony's sister. Oh, okay. And what do you do? I work in the music business. Uh, Joseph's face is just <laughs> lit up when he realises this might be Well, that's team. amazing. That's just really Forget amazing. Forget the fact music is terrible. So, everyone writes down someone famous. We swap. Put them on our foreheads, and you work out who we are by asking questions. It's really, really funny because you... this is what I mean. This is anyway, Tony doing like the headbands sort of game. Yeah, it's it's so she kind of goes from one end to the other like at the drop of a hat. Jez, mature as ever, cock muncher. No, 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 Jez. When you're finished, just drop your razor in the bowl. Oh, uh, I'll. Could I do mine again? We're not playing for points, mate. Come on, just drop it in, old chap. I give up. No, don't. Go on, just one. This one's mine. Tim Herman? Yeah. That so just our, says so much about Mark's character, doesn't it? For our British listeners, Tim Herman is. Uh, no, not for our British listeners, for our American listeners. Uh, Tim Herman is uh, sort of synonymous with being incredibly boring. <laughs> Modern. Like, you could. Andy Murray would be the same equivalent. Yeah, the coast is clear. That's right, yeah. I'm taking Paula back to listen to my work. She seems like someone who'd appreciate a good track when she heard it. Cool. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, sis. <laughs> Which leaves her a hell of a oh, lot shit. of leeway. <laughs> it's really interesting watching Mark sort of, like, he's not flirting, is he? Like, he can't flirt. But, like, what he thinks he's doing is flirting. And what he sees in her, other than just the fact that he wants to be able to have casual sex with somebody. Because, like, she is everything. We already have established within the first, like, 15 minutes of series one that she is completely different to what you can imagine Mark actually being. Now. Are you serious? I just thought I'd better mention it. You don't want to drop a clanger. No, right. Is it Jamie Oliver? Look, you're a cock muncher, okay? It's interesting that we don't see any of these people again, do we? Like, none of the people yeah. that are this party. Uh, Jess's half-painted room. I think I've heard enough. It's funny, it looks actually a lot smaller, but it's a lot busier, isn't it? It's got all the music stuff at the yeah. way, which he doesn't have going forward. And I'm also trying to figure out whether it... It gradually gets slightly more painted over the course of the nine series or not. It looks very mixed there. You can see by the there's paint all over the door frame as well. Crudely painting round furniture. I know the rules. Yeah. Let's get it on, baby. Barry, that guy is one serious power tripper. He was all over my Rizzler game. Okay, Mark, you asked for it, now you've got it. She's looking for a fuck buddy. Gotta change gears. Source things up. I mean, he's just so... Yeah, take the A304. Corrigan 101. Yes, we can see your very do the, uh, the palm reading trick. Jeremy tells me you two watched a porno together. You know, I'd be into... That wasn't a porno. That was The English Patient. I've never watched The English Patient. Is there sex in The English Patient? I'm in. Now, what's my shtick? Yeah. You know, the Red Army shots... This whole line just makes me so uncomfortable. Because I'm just like, at no point... Like, I'm not... On, well, I'm married, so I, I, don't, I don't flirt with anybody now. But, like... I would, it's so out of context that that was... Like... Where, where is he leading with that? Like, what's by the, the point? the winter of 42, the whole city was surrounded by the massed sick <laughs> army. It was pressing and pressing. The Russians couldn't hold on much longer. Many wanted to is submit. Is that where he's going with it? That he's like trying to show that I'm going to gradually ground you down? <laughs> yeah, the way, yeah, the physical acting as well as he grips her hand. What I mean is that I... German supply lines were stretched. Stretch your supply lines? <laughs> I don't know whether he's just trying to create tension or. 
and that's yeah. all the story of Stalingrad. You're a sunshine coach. You're bringing a last smile to... Oh. No, um, if we've got to do this, do you mind keeping the hat on? It's just... <laughs> Sorry. We don't have to do anything, Jeremy. No? No. I mean, I don't mind, you know. I'd just rather not... We could take Polaroids of me, you know, all excited, and then you could take them away or something. I am very keen to sort you out, so to speak. That was embarrassing. Not a fuck jar. Don't but he stayed. Like, he hasn't left at this point. Even though he's basically been told there is no chance of anything happening between us, yeah. he still decided to just sort of hover. Considering what? She doesn't have any dress sense. No, you know, the whole thing, the, the leukaemia. Oh, no, that's not Paula. Paula's my half-sister. No, Paula's doing fine. Apart from her idea of a birthday present is a bunch of CD singles. And yes, I do know you get them for free. Uh, Tony so where's, Tony, where's Tony at this point? Maybe someone should run to the before the other Tony. Because I presume he's moved out because he comes back, doesn't he, in a few episodes to like, pick up his things. Because he looks very similar to the character of Barry, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Oh, shit. Shit, fuck off. Why don't you fuck the fuck off? Just run the gauntlet. We These don't kids see... are out at 11 o'clock at night well? in London. Uh, we don't me. see much of uh, their local area, really, do we? Like, it definitely, like, reduces no. significantly after these first You couldn't possibly episodes. buy me a couple of bottles of wine, could you? Pinot Grigio, maybe, or... <laughs> but on the song, do you really like it? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get that excited about. Yeah, well, I guess you're not in the right frame of mind to... <laughs> Don't go on about it, Jesus. I mean, are you going to do any more work on it? How much time has she got? Maybe. I mean, how long are you planning to stay in your job? Oh, you know, as long as I last. <laughs> right. It's one of those classic jokes where we know the punchline. Should you be doing that? <laughs> yeah. Probably not, but, you know, fuck it. Jesus. You know, I do think you're brave. I just think you're very... So she comes back up, doesn't she? We see Paula again when he then goes... They go dating just after Mark marries Sophie. It's Paula that they go back out with, isn't it? And they go to watch. Yeah, because she has to go and... Con she meets up with them because he's like, I need to contact all my former sexual partners because she has chlamydia and has given it to Jess. Okay. Would you like it if I did have cancer? I bet Zukov would have got some booze. Oh. Hi, you're back. I think it's winding He's down a bit now, mate. Bastard. Oh, yeah, very funny. I suppose you think cancer is just this huge, enormous, practical joke. What? Oh, Jeremy, I'm so sorry. I, I thought... No, no, you're quite the guy. Certainly not the kind of sicko to ruin someone's music career by suggesting that certain other people have cancer. <laughs> what joke is next? Uh, hey, Jez, your mum <laughs> Bloody hilarious. What's going on? I accidentally told him Paula had cancer. Jeremy, Mark got it wrong. I just forgot what happens now. This turns If Carrie was here, she'd be rolling around the floor, except she couldn't because she's head to toe in acupuncture needles. Hey, listen, mate. I made a mistake. It was you who wouldn't give the name of the doctor for Tony's sister. He wouldn't give the name for Sal? She looks so What's different the big deal? that on. Yeah. So I didn't give him the number for Dr. Tang. She's got leukaemia. Sticking a few needles in her face at 50 quid a pop is not going to fix that. I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> this just goes to show that from episode one, like the, the, the tip for tap between Mark and Jess, like if one of them, even like, you know, it's sort of inadvertently been screwed over. Like it was a genuine mistake on Mark's part. He was trying to look out for him, but immediately as he gets called out, he's happy to throw him under the bus. If I drown, I'm going to drown you with me. Yeah. Sophie's the one. Tony's Russia. Vast, mysterious, unconquerable. Sophie's Poland. Manageable. Won't put up too much of a fight. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, and here we go. So Mark has now picked up a metal pole. He is now chasing those children. As Sophie watches on aghast. It is just incredible. Like, we talked when we first recorded this episode about the lack of comeuppance for stuff. Like, why did no one stop him? Yeah, broad daylight. 
And I don't think we really, like, Mark's not an aggressive person, is he? Like, him and Jez get into the, like, I think two sort of what you could maybe describe as, like, bundles across nine series. Mark is always kind of quite cowardly, isn't he, in his behaviour? Like, he always tries to avoid sort of direct, like, physical confrontation. Well, when he's put up against, like, rivals like Jeff and stuff, he's always very kind of... Yeah, he shies away. Yeah, Jez, Jez doesn't ever attack Mark. Does never hits Mark? Does he? Mark hits Jez. Mark yes. punches Jez on the nose, doesn't he? When he gets sacked at the bank. Yeah. Mark pins Jeremy down to the ground. Pins in the loosest possible sense of the word. Um, and then he gets hit by Jeff, doesn't he? Jeff headbutts him. Yes, when sort of like goaded oh, into yeah, it, calling but... him a chicken fucker or something. Yeah. Like. So it's interesting that yeah, from the very first episode, I think that kind of. I'm not sure if that's the best sort of like signal for Mark because, like I say, the rest of the show he is pretty cowardly. So to see him from episode one chasing kids with a metal pole, like I don't know. But also, just know, like I know Peep Show is not about the consequences of their actions, but like that's never mentioned again. Like it's not like it's the beginning of episode two where Sophie is going like, "What the fuck were you doing?" Yes, and I mean that's the thing that we we sort of discussed like, as we went through series one to nine is that yeah that the lack of consequence is pretty significant. Like, it's very noticeable, isn't it? Because we always end, or quite often end, on some sort of like crazy event. And then, yeah, next episode, it's like, oh, yes, it's all fine. Like, the amount of times that Mark and Jess could have gone to prison and yeah. things. Like, like the, just... the mummy thing, I think, is the prime example. Like, they never, there's never any consequence to that action. Yeah. It's mad. Well, like, goes I, on tour, stays on tour. <laughs> let's let's not start picking apart Peep Show. We've gone back yeah, to the beginning. No. Let's not let's not start picking it apart now. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun, and we've we've rounded up an episode in thirty two minutes. <laughs> yeah, so that is the end of episode one of series one, Warring Factions. I don't know. Looking back now, I I enjoyed watching that as well, but I still think Warring Factions is probably like among the kind of lower ranked episodes for me. I think it's really hard to judge it because you don't know anything about the characters. Like We've just watched that back knowing who the characters are. Yeah. Knowing where they go, knowing what happens. And that was literally the point of us doing it. But I, I don't know whether I wa- if I watched that having not watched Peep Show before, whether it would have hooked me. Because I think I must have watched other episodes of Peep Show before I then watched Warning Fractions yes, to have an idea yeah. of what the what the point of it was. Um, so it's, it's it's really hard to watch it. It it's quite hard to watch it because of the camera and the mm. the, the way that it's filmed. It's yeah, I don't think Warring Fractions is up there as a as a as a content or um, cinematic sort of experience. It's definitely not one of the better episodes. The plot is. It's so so. It's so it? so. It's interesting that they picked this one to be the first one because I think you pointed out way back that they didn't. This wasn't the first. This wasn't filmed as the pilot. Mm. I think it was. Was it episode two? Yeah, or I think three? so. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that they kind of shuffled things around, and they must have thought that this would be a good representation. Where actually, I think episode two you go into is is one probably the my favourite maybe two or three probably not the best ones in fairness four was pretty good as well it's quite hard (laughs) I think there's quite a big jump between one and two and then it starts kind of like finding its feet yeah I mean I don't think that you could have episode two as the pilot and it wouldn't lose there's there's nothing there's nothing that you gain from episode one there's no context that you get in episode one other than a bit of an introduction to Sophie but no more than you get in episode two you could switch it around. I suppose you could watch, like you could. You, yeah. They could have been in 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 either order. Well, mm. should we just start the whole thing again? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> we could do we could do this all the way from series one. Anyway. Tune in next week for <laughs> no. Um, well, yeah, that that brings us to the to the, the well back to the beginning, I guess. But um, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed watching along with us. Um, yeah, let us know if you, if you did actually watch alongside us because I think that was quite an interesting change in the format like that as we go back to the beginning. Um, it was nice to watch it alongside you as well because, like like you said at the beginning, we normally we watch it ahead of time, yeah. we have a little think about it, and then we come together. Whereas we're here, sort of, you know, speaking about it live, which was which was interesting. And if you think we've watched that episode, obviously for the 
for the pod we've watched it, but I've probably watched Four Infractions. I could count on one hand probably the amount of times I've watched it because I, I, it's not an episode I'd ever go back and go, oh, I'm just going to stick on an episode of Peep Show. I would never go back to it. In the same way people don't go back to our podcast and listen to series one, <laughs> we, I wouldn't go back to Warring Factions and watch it as just a, an episode to watch. No. Um, so it's probably been... Last time I watched Warring Factions would have been when we recorded the podcast for that episode. Oh, wow, so really? like three years. I'd, ne- it's, I'd never go back and watch series one because I just... Series one has never been like. It's not that, one of your favourites. No, and, and I've got my favourite episodes that I would that I would watch, and, okay. that's, and that's not up there. Um, so it's been so long since I've watched it. But even having watched it a few times, there were several things that I said to you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I never thought about it like that." Mm. And that's the benefit of watching it together. Yeah. Um, so if somebody wants to take the mantle on from us of this podcast <laughs> and wants to start doing that as the format, then. We will see you in small claims court. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fairness, we've not we've not copyrighted any of our. <laughs> We're copyrighted on on iTunes. Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah. you can't steal our content. We, we can. I mean, look at our logo. I feel like that's quite similar to uh, another <laughs> another logo. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anyone from Channel Four is listening, then don't send the ombudsman. <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah, that, that brings us to the very end then. So I suppose we should have a little chat about what comes next. Life after podcast Secrets of the Pharaohs. Freedom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we will take a little bit of a break as we kind of prepare for this new show that you've known, you know, I think we've probably counted the times we've kind of teased it. Um, it's going to be so anti <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we do have a new show in the works. If anyone's been on our podcast, uh, been a Patreon member. Um, the the pilot has been up there for months now that we did a little test of. Um, so we've had some good feedback. Do we, we want to talk a little bit about it without giving up too much away? Yeah, sure. Um, do you want to introduce the, the sort of in fairness concept? I'm talking about it. I forgot what we <laughs> what we called the we new show. We recorded it about eight months ago. Um, we recorded yeah. it during lockdown, didn't we? Because we were like, we had realised we suddenly were getting towards the end of Peep Show. So the the sort of the premise of the show is something completely different. So we've had so many people messaging being like, oh, you could do the in-betweeners, you could do yeah. back, you could do the IT crowd, like like so many things that you could do. But I feel like there's nothing I want to talk about as much as I want to talk about, no, no TV show that I want to talk about as much as I want to talk about Peep Show. Agreed, so I yeah. feel like that's kind of where the TV show journey ends. Most comments I've had from people have been you could do The Office I'm like The Office is done like we've got two groups of like yeah. of, of, of podcast friends <laughs> that um, have already done The Office so I don't and know there are others as well but... and also you've got people from I know it's the American Office but you've got like the cast members from The Office are doing can't, an Office can't podcast can't beat that can you yeah. I can't like unless we get like unless we manage to get Robert Webb on every single week to talk to us about Peep Show like it's yeah. not it's not it's not gonna be quite the same. And there is the guys at Werner Blog and the guys at Out of Office who both do a very good job in their own different ways um of doing those episodes. I don't yeah. feel like we so can if you, if the you office. want the office content, go check out yeah, Werner Blog and um Out of Office pod. So anyway, we waffled on. Um so yeah, the new the new podcast, nothing to do with T V, it's more of like an I don't want to make it sound too boring. I want people to listen to it. It's an, it's an information-based podcast. So, like, it's a... Think think QI meets Evil Genius. I think that's yeah. kind of how we're... Closer to a panel show, I think, than a review show. Yeah, so there's there's no reviewing of it. So listen, listen, to, the, listen to the pilot. So basically what we're going to do is each week, one of us is going to be the expert on something and the other one is going to be the student. Basically. Yeah, we're going to play around with um, the teacher-student dynamic. But what we don't want to do is just tell you stuff that you already know. So the whole point of the show is that you then learn something new. So the the pilot episode that we've done, we did on Adam and Eve. And actually, I thought I knew a fair bit about Adam and Eve, but Tom came up with some absolute incredible fact bombs. Can we use fact bombs? I feel like that's even <laughs> genius. But like, that's the premise of the new show. So we're going to sort of work our way through... The alphabet, I think we're going to do it sort of as an alphabetised um, list and then each week pick something that the other one doesn't know about and, and find yeah. some information and to the, it. The idea is that it's going to be sort of like slightly weird and wonderful and hopefully funny. Like we don't want it to just be like with, you know, like a school lesson. We want to have a bit of a laugh with it and kind of play around with 
preconceived notions and things like that. And yeah. We'll go off on tangents and things. So I think what we'll probably do is we'll share the pilot on this feed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, non-patrons can, can listen to it. So um, you can see whether it's something that you'd be interested in. We'll naturally, we'll take suggestions probably. And um, you know what? If you're an expert on something, if, you, if you're listening to this or you're subsequently listening to the podcast and you think, oh, do you know what? Like... I've got a topic that I'm like I'm a professor in. I, like we've got some we've got some very intelligent people that listen to Absolutely. podcast six of the Pharaohs. If you if you've got something that you're a specialist in and you want to come on and actually, we'll both be your students. Yeah, <laughs> you teach us something. Make sure it's interesting. Like it's like, <laughs> it's got yeah. something that you can talk about for potentially like an hour. Yeah, the, I think the idea is that we're going to pick things that are either like interesting people from history or sort of you know interesting concepts. Um, and yeah, slightly maybe strange, weird, wonderful, potentially funny topics. So it's not just going to be like we picked Adam and Eve because it's sort of like the you know the, the creation story. We thought that'd be a good place to start. But any, you know, if you dig into the Bible, you know you can get some weird and wonderful things out yeah. of that. Um, so there was quite a lot to talk about there. So we we don't want to just be you know teaching you stuff. I think it would be great if you kind of learned something at the end. But hopefully as well, it will be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, so give it a listen. I mean, if you're, like Tom said, it's it's a patron exclusive at the moment, but we appreciate that after this episode has come out, then podcasting the Pharaohs is is done. So we will then share it onto our onto this feed. So if you're listening to this, just basically <laughs> go up and find the find the pilot one, and 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 give it a listen. And if it's if you if you've tuned into us for all this time because you're Peep Show fans, I'd like to think after three years you've maybe bought into us a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, that you might want to listen to us talk about something else. So give it a listen, see what you think. Let us know. And we at this point we really want we always want feedback, but it'd be really useful to get any feedback on the episode so that we can sort of fine tune it before we before we I'm send sorry. it out to the like. <laughs> before it becomes the, the 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 format because ultimately like podcast six the pharaohs has developed a lot in the years that we've been doing it because people have said oh like tom says yeah a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we stopped doing that rob oh, tried <laughs> rob cuts tom off a lot so i tried to stop doing that i'm not very good at doing that because i like talking but we've taken on board the feedback so definitely give it a listen and then give us a shout Yes, yeah, so certainly the pilot is very much a pilot, so you know it may change slightly before the, the kind of the real deal comes out. Did we even put music at the beginning and the end? I think we did. Yeah, yeah. So go ch- go check it out. It is it is like a, a proper episode. Um, it's about forty five minutes. No, I think it might be just over an hour actually. We, yeah. we might look at the the length. Um, but so we, yeah, we want feedback on basically everything about it: the format, the topics, um, the length, all of that stuff. And if you have any ideas of how it could be developed, then you know we're very receptive to that. But ultimately, we hope, you know, if you've been with us, particularly for like three years or so, as Rob said, and you want to kind of join us for the next podcast journey, then we'd, yeah, we'd really appreciate any support um, and, and coming along with us for the ride. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well We're done. Yeah. So do check that out. We hope that you kind of join us for, for the next venture. Um, but if not, you're just a Peep Show fan and you're done then thanks very much for listening. Thanks for all the patron support. Thank you to all our guests, David, Robert, Sam, Patterson, Liam, Patterson, Izzy. Izzy. God, countless, the list goes on. Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. Yeah. I'm, I feel like we need, and now we've gone down this <laughs> hole, we need to say them all. Robert, um, Popper. Yeah, um, Angus and Catherine. Cara Hall, Cara yeah. Morgan. Blimey, it really does go on. So, yeah, I mean, we never thought that we'd get, we, I think we've said this a few times, we, we wanted ideally, we were like, if we can get 100 people to listen a week, that would be amazing. And to get thousands of you tuning in every week, getting these huge kind of dream guests, people that we admire a lot, and being able to talk to them has just been an incredible experience really so we hope that you've enjoyed it as much as we have yeah and it wasn't really where we set off to we never we never did the podcast thinking we're going to try we never aimed for guests no it was only really when we started getting interaction with because patterson was the first guest we had wasn't he yeah so it was only when we had a bit of interaction with him i was like that'd be quite interesting to have him on the podcast i don't really know how that will work and then once we'd done one we were like this is this is cool, and then like we prioritised really doing guest interviews over doing the actual 
episodes. Yeah, I think they would have been the most fun, haven't they? And also, they're the ones that you guys, I think, probably want to listen to. From a selfish point of view, we will get more listeners if there's a guest. Yeah, people because want to people hear want to hear from... David Mitchell. They don't want to yeah. necessarily. They've got Tom, who sounds like David Mitchell, <laughs> but that's as close as we can get. But I think like that that has been that has been great. And like you said, I was actually watching the video of the interview that we did with David Mitchell. So we've got the video version of it. Obviously, we haven't released that because David didn't want us to. But I was watching back. I, I just happened to go on our on our Google Drive the other day, and I was looking at it. And I was like, it's mad, isn't it? Like there's, there's, there's like it's a Zoom call of me sitting in my dining room talking to David Mitchell. Like I'm just about to go and watch him on Would I Lie to You on the TV. <laughs> yeah, like it is mad that that's that's where the podcast went from where it had started, where it was basically like, Definitely. let's just see if we can chat about Peep Show. Yeah, which is a testament, you know, you guys all listening, the follower count grew, the social media presence grew, that kind of put us in those positions to ask those people and get them to notice us and, and join us. So, yeah, it's like a huge kind of collective effort. Yeah, and so without waffling on too much more, the podcast is done. We're, we're at the end. The only promise I'll make is if we ever managed to get hold of Olivia Coleman, we would resurrect a podcast for one. Yeah, a one-off special. One-off yeah. special. And if Matt King decides to unblock us on Twitter, we might do it then <laughs> too. But no, like, I, it's been it's been a laugh. It's been brilliant. I'm, I'm glad that I can now go back to watching Peep Show just for casual for viewing. Definitely. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, so the, the, the social medias, I won't bother shouting them out because, well... They they will they will obviously not be the social media channels to contact us on for much longer. Um, but if you've got feedback or stuff on this episode or just want to get in touch with us, I think we will keep our podcast six the pharaohs at gmail dot com. Yeah, right. that will still run. So the the socials will probably kind of transition into the new show because we want to keep as many of you. You know the people that are listening to us already. But yeah, the email I think will will stay active. Yeah. So that will be the best way, which is. I just said it. Podcast six the pharaohs at gmail.com. Lovely. Yeah, so be old school if you want to get in touch with us. Obviously, you know, until the new show launches, which will be in sometime in the spring, I think, um, we'll start series one. So you can still get in touch with us um, in all the usual places. I think most of you are following us on Twitter at Podcast yeah. Pharaohs and things. I've got um, a lot more peep show memes to... Yeah, squeeze them all in yeah. before, <laughs> before a, the, the transition. It's a golden time for, for peep show memes. Um, there's just so much stuff so people are doing so many stupid things (laughs) Um, and uh, if you're looking actually for um, some peep show um, I say peep show related it's not peep show related Um, there's a new show actually called Dodger that's um, on the BBC which by the time you're listening to this I think we're recording this on the 5th of February I think it's out on the 6th so you'll be able to catch it on iPlayer um but basically, it's got Catherine Shepherd, who played April from Peep Show, in in that. Um, yeah. And it's had some really, really good um, reviews. So do go and check that out. So it's on her episode, I think, is a little bit later. I think she's on February the 20th, I think I remember reading. Um, but the iPlayer will have it all from Sunday the 6th of Feb. So yeah. do go and check that out. So, yeah, go check that out. Okay, I think... We tried to wrap up about three times. Yeah. So let's actually wrap up now. So I'll say for the last time, thank you everyone for for listening throughout all nine series and all our specials. And for the last time as well, thank you for joining me, Rob. I'm just going to... I'm running in Macedonia. <laughs> Set up a moped rental. <laughs>